Welcome to Swapping Paint, the podcast that rubs doors with the cream of the crop in motorsport today. With your host, 18 times Australian champion, Dave Sarah. G'day guys and welcome to the first edition of Swapping Paint. The reason for this podcast is to bring some light to the motor racing industry by chatting to some of the greats in world motorsport. We chat to our guests to find out how they got involved in racing, the challenges and sacrifices they've made along the way, and how to overcome the pre-race nerves when on the big stage. We have a special guest lined up for our first episode. Our guest is one of Australia's most decorated active drivers and races for Team Penske in IndyCar Championship. To date, he has won 37 races, including the 2018 Indy 500, and has 57 pole positions to his name. We welcome you, Will Power. Will Power, mate, how are you? Good, man, how are you? Yeah, good, thanks. Hey, look, obviously, thanks very much for, uh, for taking the time out of your somewhat busy schedule. Obviously, now is a bit of a downtime, but we really appreciate you, you know, jumping in here. Yeah, no problem, no problem. I'm just uh, sitting around doing nothing, man, eye racing. That's about it. Hanging out with the wife and kids. Well, that's actually nice to spend some family time at home because yeah. once you guys get stuck into it, uh, your schedule is obviously quite hectic as well. So you're on the on the road most weekends, aren't you? Yeah, I tell you what, it's uh, it's going to be real hectic once the season gets started because it's going to be quite compressed. So um, once yes. we've got all this downtime, it's going to kind of be the other way where you're never home and um, it's going to be super busy trying to get – we're hoping 14 races uh, this year. Obviously, it's okay. usually a 17-race series, but um, just because of what's happened, let's try to fit as many as they can in. And so with that, obviously, what sort of preparation are you doing? Do you do some home fitness training? Obviously, you said the simulator training uh, is taking place with you got the E-Series going on now. Yeah. But, um, do you have like a set program that you guys use? I do. I have a I have a, a, a few few really good pieces of equipment at home that I use, um, you know, like rowing machine, ski erg. Um, I have some stuff for my neck. Um, have some good stairs to run at my house. I also get out on the bike. This, obviously, we're on lockdown, North Carolina. You can still go. I live right next to State Park, so you can still get out on the trails and um, do some miles on the bike. So, yeah, important to keep fit in this time. It's easy to kind of sit around and, um, you know, eat bad food. But you still got to yeah, remain course. focused on the prize, uh, on the goal. So you can't just spend too much time uh, relaxed and playing computer games. I was telling some of our guests, obviously, you're the first Australian to win IndyCar Championship, and you're the first Australian and only Australian to win an Indy 500 as well. Woo-hoo! What sort of, uh, I had a question before, like, what was the emotions once you've won that Indy 500, a young kid asked? Yeah, it was, uh, it, it was, it was probably the most, emo- it was the most emotional win for me, um, just because of, this, obviously, the size of the event, but to be recognised as a successful IndyCar driver, you need to win a championship, and you have to win an Indy 500. So I'd won a lot of races, a lot of pole positions, a lot of laps led. I'd won a championship, and it was there was always that kind of uh, looming over me that I hadn't won the 500. So just a huge weight off my shoulders. Just a, ah, I was so glad to get, you know, get no more of those questions from the media on what it'd be like to win it. When when are you going to win it? So yeah, just a, yeah. If you hear the radio transmission, you can kind of tell. <laughs> How excited I was. I could imagine, I could imagine. And so you're racing with the Team Penske team. They're probably one of the biggest organisations in world motorsport. Um, what's it like, obviously, racing with such a big, you know, big team with the amount of experts they've got, the technical staff they've got? What's that like? Yeah, it's just honestly the perfect situation for a driver. Um, any 
development item, any idea you have can be developed. You're always given a car to win week in, week out. You're given the best engineers, best crew, really, really tough to teammates. Uh, obviously, these days with all the technology, you, sh- you share a lot of information. So um, it's just really the best racing environment you could be in. Um, feel very fortunate to have been there for more than a decade now. And, um, you know, obviously, I wouldn't have the results I have without them. So, uh, yeah, an amazing, amazing team when you think they run – they run the obviously the IndyCar team. They run NASCAR. They run sports car. They run V8 supercar, and they yeah. win in all of them. Uh, so just yeah, it's yeah, incredible, crazy, very, very impressive. It's a full credit to those guys. Yeah. Now, um, obviously, you've just released your new your own brand of kart, so you're following along the lines of some of the Formula One drivers. We've seen Alonso now. Charles Leclerc's got his own uh, racing kart. And obviously, you still do race some races here and there with the Las Vegas Supernats in there. What was the sort of mentality behind getting your own racing car? Um, I I ran this year at Supernats. Obviously, uh, yeah, I saw you there, and you know we kind of bounce ideas off each other for setup. But um, um, my crew chief from that was at Penske, Billy Vincent, that now um, runs the McLaren IndyCar team. Um, he was my he he was my mechanic at that race, and. He was so – he loved it so much and so excited. He was the one that kind of said, well, why don't you come out with your own cart? And he, he did all the work to get that going. Um, and I was all for it, but I never really had the time. And, had the time and, and effort. And, and didn't really, um, you know, want to put all the energy into doing that because, I, I, you know, I really need to focus on what I'm doing over here and, and be competitive in IndyCar. But, um, yeah, full, really stoked to have that. I love karting. I think it's one of the best forms of motorsport there is. I think that um, when you look at all the top-tier series in the world, everyone in those series have raced karts. So it, it's it's something that I feel I, uh, I want to contribute. I want to keep karting really relevant. I want to make sure it thrives over here in the U.S. because it's such a big market here. It can be as successful as um you know europe so it, it wasn't to sell cars it, and so it's built by cut republic isn't it it was yeah through car republic it was the main main reason we're doing it is to help young guys get from carts into a car because um, that's a tough step there's so many good drivers that never get that chance and you'd know that dave like how many guys you've raced against over the years and yourself who are just unbelievable yeah. drivers that just don't have the funding or the opportunity or don't get that break, um, I would love to create a system and get a, a enough people on board where you can take a guy from carts and he gets a, a fair go in um, one of the junior formulas over here. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Obviously, we've seen the IndyCar, the ladder they've got over there, and we've seen Oliver Askew now sort of step through the, that ladder system which is full credit to, obviously, uh, the USA, the way they go about their ladder system and gives people an opportunity to go from carts and they get that uh, that credibility, the sponsorship as well to make it all the way through. So yeah, yeah cool. and, and there's been a few guys like that. Uh, Newgarden, um, uh, uh, Pato Ward is really strong. Yes. Another guy went through the system. Um, yeah, I've seen a lot of guys get all the way through that system and in, 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 into indie cards, obviously. Once you get there, you really, really need to perform. So, um, you know, I, I love seeing that McLaren has put on two young guys that went through that. System. Yeah. And funnily enough, both those guys, Pat Ward and uh, uh, I'll ask you. Oliver. Yeah, they drove for Kart Sport. 
um, which is obviously yes, my team right. here. And uh, Eric Jones, who owns yep. that, is helping me. And you drive for Eric, you know, Eric, you play for him. Yep, so yep. Um, it's pretty cool to see that. Like, no one knows that. The car sport, probably one of the most successful karting teams in the US ever. Yeah, for sure. They've produced a lot of, uh, yeah, even just not even American drivers. Even when European drivers come over, they like to race with Eric and his kart sport team. They do a great yeah, job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the young Aussie, um, I know Cody, Cody Gillis over you know, he, yeah, I've been running around with him at the track. <laughs> I like. He's quick. He's quick. Yeah, no I love, doubt. love having good guys just to push you along. You know, um, that's the only way you get better is if you're competing against the best. Now it's time for the punt, brought to you by Two Seven Design, your go-to for all motorsport-specific graphic design, specialising in creating a new and unique look for your race car or cart or both. So I was going to start a new segment for all the new guests that I have a, have a chat to. It's going to be called The Punt. So we want to know about who's the one guy that you remember back in the day, or could be even just recent, who you've just taken out on purpose. It was just, you know, it was just a deliberate sort of just want to send them off. Um, do you have, do you recall a, a fond memory of someone you just punted off the track? <laughs> there was Kareen, Kareen Chandok uh, when I was racing British F3. Um, yep. At uh, where was it, Alton Park? I had a big run on him down the back straight, and he just drove me in the grass. So I, I got a run on him in turn one at Alton Park. I was on the outside. No, no, actually, I got past him at some point. Then he got a run on me, and then I just, I drove the dude off the track. It was the dirtiest thing ever. <laughs> I look in the mirror. We've all done back it. Across the track, I was like, oh man, I hope no one collected him. And and he was fine. I mean, well, I think he ended up in the wall. But I saw him after the race, and oh, I said, no. "Dude, you know why I did that?" I said, "You drove me off top speed." I was like, "Had a run on you, drove me off into the grass." So, yeah, all that. I would never do that sort of thing now. I just think uh, I've had too many big shunts, and I've seen too much nasty stuff happen yeah, sure. at those speeds. But yeah, not not recommended to young guy. Do not. No, 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 not at all, not at all. <laughs> we've all done it so i just thought it'd yeah. be good to have a bit of a laugh you know on some of the previous stuff we've done um and a couple of quick questions we had just uh from some of the people who were sending them through what is your uh who's your toughest opponent that you've come across toughest opponent ever oh yeah like yeah whether it's you know carts or formula three or whatever it may be yeah yeah i was just trying to think uh had some tough battles with will davison well, back in the day yeah, will davison in formula ford was a great competitor. Jamie Winkup was there. They, obviously, it was his first year in Formula 4. But, um, man, I've raced against some very good guys. Uh, PK Jr. in British F3, obviously, was really good. Adam Carroll. We can see Scott Dixon popping through. Some of the Dixon. people are texting through saying Scott Dixon. Dixon, for sure, is one of the most solid drivers I've ever raced against. He's He just... For sure. He, he's just his race, the way he executes races, uh, he's probably the best at. Um, just getting the most out of a race, even if he hasn't got the car to do it. Um, he's the sort of guy that can produce a win. Um, uh, Dario, I had great battles with Dario and Frankitti. Oh, man. There's so many good drives along the way. Some big even names. in cars, I remember Patrick Buckley. <laughs> Patrick Buckley in yeah, yeah. Well, my brother raced against him. I didn't get to race against him, but I remember that dude was next level. Man, he's killing it. <laughs> I raced Chris Walden. Chris Walden. Yes, yeah, we still yeah, see Chris. He, I see him at the Super Nats. He was, he, he, when I was doing rookies, um, yeah, he was winning everything. I oh, know it was junior, junior national. He'd smoke everyone every time. Um, so, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, good. great. I've just competed against great guys all the way through. 
And what's one of your favourite circuits that you've competed in? Um, oh, Bathurst is up there, Spa. <clears throat> uh, uh, oh, they're cool tracks. Yeah, some, yeah, Road America over here. Um, the Circuit of America is pretty cool. So all the old school tracks are awesome. And when you think about Spa and, and Bathurst, yeah, uh, you, don't, you don't see tracks like that. But at those tracks, you pay for pushing the limit. Like you pay Gavin off yes. all these new tracks, like with all the extra runoff and such. It's it's way safer, but you don't pay the penalty. Like Road America feels like I'm racing in the '90s, man. That's cool. Like we're doing ridiculous speeds, and if you go off, you're having a big one. Um, so it kind of keeps you honest. And our, our last question was: Will we see you back in a supercar one day? So once IndyCar's finished and you had some time to sleeve, will we see you get back into a yeah, supercar? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Plan on it. I, I've. Yeah, we've spoken with Penske about it. We just got to, we just got to make it work. It's got to be right. You got to be able to do the right amount of testing. As you, as you see, when yeah, when guys sure. come over and try to do it, I mean, you just you can't jump in series like that. And um, no. you know, cars that are a bit different to drive, obviously a lot of weight and it has a, a, a lock diff. So um, you got to do the time. And I really want to do it. I love it. Love the series. I think it's great. Full of full of talent, full of great guys. Uh, yeah, and it's you know love to compete at Bathurst again. Now, nah, awesome. Up next, top ten shootout. We're going to finish off on a motorsport quiz. So it's going to do a fast nine questions, um, and then we'll have a bit of a leaderboard to see how you guys go um, against some of these kids and, and people who are following us. So um, it's a mixture of motorsport questions. So the first one is the youngest Formula One winner. Do you know who that is? Uh, Verstappen. Okay. How many World Karting Championships has David Foray won? Six. It was five. What was it? I'll take that. No. Four. I was going to say five. (laughs) In which which country is the kart track Sarno? Uh, Italy. Correct. Okay. What racing number did Jeff Gordon make famous during his NASCAR career? 24. When did the first Indy 500 take place? In uh, 1911. That's that's good, yes. How many Bathurst 1000s has Peter Brock won? Nine. If Do you include, do you you include no. the, the 24-hour I did? Because that was quite the no, yeah. I didn't. Bathurst I just 1, said the Bathurst 1000s. Oh, yeah, yeah no, so you yeah. got it right. Who is the only driver to win the Triple Crown in motorsport? It... Um, so, so the Indy 500, Le Mans, and Monaco Grand Prix. Um, it was Mario Andretti actually won Le Mans. <laughs> I um, I know he won the 500. And I, uh, did he win Monaco? I know he's won it, but he didn't win outright in Le Mans. Um, oh, I know that answer. Who was that? It's from the 1960s, if that gives you any. Um, I know the answer. Wasn't Foyt Mario uh, European driver? We can see it. Mitch is onto it. Yep, there's a couple. Oh, of Graham Hill. Graham Hill. Yeah, I, just, I was Graham thinking Hill. about it. Yep, yep. I was thinking about Damon Hill and Graham Hill when I was riding. Damn. There you go. Um, two more questions. Uh, which F1 team did Michael Schumacher debut for? Jordan. Yep. And the last one. Which circuit has the famous corner Ascari? Imola. I think I pronounced it. No, I was, uh, no, no, Monza. No, 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 I don't know. Monza, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah it was Monza. It was Monza. Yeah. Mate, um, you done, you done good there. Like I said, I was just trying to think of some random questions yeah. that covered, you know, all of motorsport. <laughs> um, obviously, Great questions. 
Yeah, we really appreciate your time today, Will. Um, all the best when we actually get back into into racing as a whole. I hope you stay safe during this uh, this off period. Obviously, enjoy your time with your family and stuff like that. And look forward to seeing you later on in the year. Yeah, no, no problem, man. Thanks for having me on. Really appreciate it. Uh, I have mad respect for you and everything you've done in motorsports. So um, I look forward to seeing you over here, hopefully for the Supernats, man. Hopefully it's all going. We'll get a Will Power Cart going, mate. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll line up in oh, that car. Man, yeah, I want you in one of my cars. <laughs> Down, no, awesome, mate. Thanks cars. very much. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, we'll do yeah. it. We'll do it. We'll make it happen. Hey, thanks cool. very much. Awesome. Thanks, Dave. See you, Will. Bye. Cheers, buddy. Bye, bye. Thanks to Will Power for joining us on Swapping Paint today. Next week's guest also lines up in the IndyCar Championship with the Arrow McLaren Racing Team. Oliver Askew has progressed through the road to Indy Ladder, where he recently won the 2019 Indy Lights Championship racing for Andretti Autosport. If you like this episode and want to hear more, be sure to follow me on Facebook under Dave Serra, where the latest episodes and drivers are going to be broadcast.